0: we doing tonight. It's the last week of the NBA regular season. The insulated tournament has ended. Our video is playing in someone's background. But that's okay because we're live. We're back, (laughs) folks. It is the Business, the four of us have been together for a pod. It's been months,
1: it's yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a minute, it's been a really long time. It's
2: been a while, yeah, yeah, it's been two of us, three of us,
0: (laughs) yeah, none of us. Josh being a GM of a restaurant, Ben being a dad running all over the place, coaching Josh, coaching being a dad, Sean and I just being nerds doing our. (laughs)
3: electronics things you know i love how i love how you casually were like yeah we
2: got nothing going on <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i built a toy shelf this weekend that's what i did so yeah but, but yeah. there's been so much going on
0: there has been so so excited to be back with the crew here i'm um, gonna go ahead and introduce the panel before we get into some playoff ramification talk uh i'm like always tim daniel here with mr sean Mackey.
3: hello tim how are you Fantastic!
0: My dogs turned two, two today.
3: I know. Congrats! Oh, that's awesome. Happy birthday yeah. to your dogs.
0: Yeah, yeah. My wife went all out for their birthday. I was
1: going to say, did she? I, I'm sure she did. Was it a birthday I... celebration?
0: Oh yeah, it was impressive. It was very impressive. Okay. Also, joining us today, my big brother, my man, 100 grand, Benny Brown himself. How are you, buddy?
1: Buddy, I am wonderful um i'm happy for all of us to be back together um talking a little uh playoffs um nba style playoffs so you know (laughs) we we just out here riding man four horsemen back together again
0: i like it i like it and you know he's back i think he's had the longest absence doing his thing so ben why don't you bring him back to the show oh oh, yeah you can
1: oh yeah i I, yeah My, my my brother my ace my ace buku, my number one, Joshua, Odellis, Forellis, Montellis, Overzealous Hayes. What's good, my brother?
2: I'm good, man. And in all honesty, I think the last time I was on here was uh, before I went to the UNC Louisville game, and uh, I think I started this run for North Carolina to get to the championship. You did, and and I started this run to get the the the, the ball rolling on this new coaching gig for Mr. Kenny Payne with Louisville. So. You know, that trip that trip set a lot of things in motion, man. But uh I definitely miss being on here talking some NBA basketball, so I'm ready to get it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is a short topic episode this week, but with a lot to talk about in said topics, it's gonna be a lot of there's a lot to get to. But let's go ahead and get to first uh the playoff ramifications going on. So right now, while we're recording, it is Monday at 842. There are games going on, so We're kind of scoreboard watching while we're recording to kind of let you guys know what's up. Um, So first, here is what's going on with the East. So the 10 teams that are either in the postseason are all set at this point. You know, no one, low and 11 below has a chance of getting in. Um, So this is what it looks like now. So if the Hawks lose, they are guaranteed to play in the play-in. If the Bulls win or the Cavs lose, the Bulls clinch their playoff spot we just found out today the bulls are officially throughout the season 100% now without lonzo ball. Hasn't been announced yet, but everything points to that. Yes. The Cavaliers who right now are playing the Magic. If they lose to Orlando, are locked into a playoff uh locked into a playoff game. I mean a play-in game with a loss and a Raptors win. If the Bucks beat the Bulls tonight, they clinched the central division, which divisions in NBA basketball are the stupidest thing of all time. Yeah. Pointless. Uh, Pointless. Story Absolutely for another time. And then the Toronto Raptors, if they win and the Cavaliers lose, are out of the play-in game and clinch a playoff spot. So, guys, do you feel like that scene in The Hangover with Zach Galifianakis where, like, all the numbers are going around your head? Because that's what the East is right now. Even though we know the 10 teams, still a little wild.
3: It's Absolutely. Yeah. It's more like the, the playoff implications in the game in the movie Basketball where Bob Costas just goes in a circle for, like, 10 minutes and talks about, like, a round robin. Like, that's that's basically what you have just described to me just now.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy, man. Like, because you look at the rankings of teams, it's just, just as of today, like, you know, Charlotte's the 9, Brooklyn's the 10, Cleveland right now is a 7, and it could technically end up in the playoff or in the play-in game.
2: Yeah. Toronto's yeah. technically
1: the sixth seed could end up in the play. Like, like it's so crazy knowing the teams that are in, but where they're going to finish is nuts. Usually, you know, especially with the play-in scenario, usually these last few games of the NBA seasons are where you start to gear up for your playoff push and get people healthy and rest guys. But, like, those lower-seeded 6-10s, man, they really don't have that option of resting people because you could be playing in a play-in game or have a for sure series, um, only by your last games of the seasons and your wins and losses. So all these games become super important.
2: Yeah, and the scary thing for me with a cut with a few of us being Bulls fans here is the Bulls could actually lose out.
0: Yeah, they're not too the far play-in. away from the play in, yeah. Yeah,
2: they're they they have to win a game to clinch a playoff spot like in the way that the game's going right now. Uh, play in Milwaukee. That does not look like it's going to happen tonight.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And to kind of piggyback off that, what Josh is saying. So the bulls remaining schedule is as brutal as brutal gets. I'm trying to, I have it here real quick. So let me pull it back up. I looked at it today. So the bulls have Milwaukee tonight, Boston tomorrow, Charlotte Friday and end the season on Sunday at Minnesota. So really their best chance to win is, is Friday. And, you know, like Josh said, they need to get one of these mm-hmm. four. And you're probably aiming on that being four, especially Zach Levine's out tonight. Will he play tomorrow because it's the second game of a back-to-back? That's a huge thing at this point. I assume he mm-hmm. will, especially because it's at home, so they don't have to travel on this back-to-back. But, yeah, I mean, that last four games for the Bulls, as they're trying to stay out of the play-in, and two and a half games up on a play-in is
2: pretty scary. Now, it's now with that, with that, though, Cleveland has to win out, you know, right. or – so like if Cleveland loses a game, we're good. I mean, so obviously this but is a lot losing right
0: now going into the fourth quarter.
2: This is a lot more detailed than than the NFL playoffs, I, I think, because of these playing games. So it, it's definitely made getting to the playoffs a little bit more interesting, watching these teams go from seven ten, knowing that two years ago the eight seed was automatically in. Now the eight
1: seed's got to play a game two games to get <laughs> to get right. It's more fun this that way, nuts. though.
3: It's great. It's great. Yeah,
1: and Cleveland, like you said, I mean they've got a they've got to win out. But you know their thing is that they've got to play the Nets uh, on Friday, which are, the Nets are fighting for their playoff lives as well. So you know you're going to play a, a a Nets team that's got to win that game. Um, now the Sunday game, I don't know if the, who the Bucks play if they'll play their stars because the Bucks they didn't play are against uh,
0: so. Dallas last week, so I don't yeah, think so. so.
1: Yeah, I don't – so, yeah. So, they'll they'll end their season with the Bucs, which is weird. They only have two games left after tonight. So. so, just think about this for a second. Miami, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly,
2: Chicago. So, those are their first five seeds in the East. All were in the number one spot at one point this season. Yep.
0: For, like, extended yeah. time. It wasn't like it was, yeah. like, a day.
2: Toronto came from the backside and worked their way up. So, like, they were, like, not even in the playoff game at some point, And, like, now they're sitting in the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. And then you got Cleveland, who I believe got all the way up to the three spot at one point. And, like, yeah. these teams are just, like, moving each other around. Like, because everything is – I mean, from, from one to six, they're separated by five and a half games. And from two to six, they're separated by three and a half games. I mean, that's nuts. Yeah. This is – this has been one of the
3: most competitive years in NBA basketball too. So, I mean, it just shows you how good the product is right now when you have just, you know, just game differentials between, you know, a couple of the teams. I mean, the Bulls are only six games out of the first spot right now. So, I mean, that's, I mean, and that's mainly because the beginning of their season they had a kind of a totally fluffy schedule at the beginning and the end of it's been bad. But I mean, you look at this, this year, like I don't remember a year being this tight, especially in the East. I mean, it is wild. I mean, it's wild Mm -hmm. to think that, you know, the nets were, you know, considered to be a favorite this year and they're in the 10th seed right now, but they could still make the playoffs. And Mm -hmm. here's the thing. If they make it into the, the eighth seed, them playing the heat, who knows, yeah, man? Heat,
2: right? You Who never knows, know. man? Like, yeah. I,
3: like, so, I, and that's that's must see basketball right there. So Absolutely. just to show how
2: crazy it is on the back on that, Sean it's like, if you look at everybody's last ten: Miami six and four, Milwaukee six and four, Philly six and four, Toronto seven and three, Chicago yep. is four and six, Cleveland four and six, Atlanta and Charlotte are seven and three, yep. Brooklyn's five and five, Boston eight and two. I mean, so like not a lot of movement like a lot of those teams are just stagnant like they're all winning together they're all losing together like nobody other than boss i mean boss has been playing crazy out of their mind right now. yeah
3: they're out Um, of their their minds
2: but if you look at everybody else it's just been like a tight compact race like for the last you know we we could probably go as long as a month you know where it's been like just kind of just back and forth back and forth back and forth yep so i'm I'm interested. I mean, we saw Atlanta beat Brooklyn and I'm like, man, if some of this changes and those two teams were playing in the game, like Brooklyn might not like their chances in that game, you know, based off of how history is, as went the last couple of times they've played. Yeah. Um, they probably fare a little better against Charlotte, you know, cause Charlotte doesn't play defense that much. Um, but <laughs> they don't like, we've the defense. seen, we've seen <laughs> Cleveland beat the brakes off of, Bro- I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's going to be interesting how it all fares out. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I think. Um, unfortunately, I do feel like the Cavs are going to be in the play-in without Evan Mobley, without Jared Allen. I just can't see them getting to a spot like. Look, hell of a year. What they did yeah. this year was absolutely amazing. We all picked the under for their win totals, and they smashed their over under. Yep. Um, they're you know they're young, they've got money, so like you know it's going to be an attractive place for some for some players. So
1: yeah.
0: uh, I really like the carousel for a trade, obviously, but they just. Without those two, they don't, you know, they don't have that size. Yeah, it's just going to be hard for them. Um, Chicago, I just worry so much about, like, you know, the aforementioned schedule. Um, You know, and like Josh said, everyone's playing so close to each other. So, you know, right now the Bulls are, like, kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you do clinch your spot, congratulations, you're playing Boston or Philly. If you don't you're playing in the plate and probably playing Brooklyn at some point. So it's like,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> damn. The crazy thing is, is when you look at, when you look at the rosters, the top four teams in the East right now are probably the healthiest out of all the teams. That's you the know, big
0: thing. Yeah. Miami's yeah. full yeah, go. Boston's
2: one. full go. Minus. I think they lost Williams. Uh, Milwaukee's yeah. full go. Pretty much Philly's pretty much full go. Chicago's hurt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cleveland's hurt. Brooklyn's hurt. I mean, it's rough when you
1: limp into the playoffs. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. been Toronto's biggest. That's the thing that's turned Toronto around. So they finally They're, got – Oh, my God. Siakam, they were minus Siakam. So, I mean, yeah. So that's kind of what turned their season around. They started to get healthy and played better basketball.
0: I can't tell you how much I've loved Pascal Siakam since the All-Star break.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: He's been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Scotty Barnes is tremendous, I think. Yeah. This yeah. rookie class is so special. Um, you know, not, you know, those first, you know, it's hard to find a guy that you go, eh, I don't know. I mean, going down to, obviously, I was on for us, but like, you know, Franz Wagner being so good in Orlando. So good. Or Cade, Giddy, you know, and we'll talk about this for years to come. Um, that might be the best redraft podcast episode of all time because there's so many guys Ooh. you can throw out one and go, yeah, okay, sure.
3: Yep. Yeah, yeah I can absolutely. See that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but um, let's look real quick at the Western Conference as well. Um, And remember, we have this big topic at the end of the show. So I will mention it, but we will talk about the Lakers and what's going on there towards the end. Um, But the Denver Nuggets clinch a playoff spot with a win and a Minnesota Timberwolves loss. The Lakers are eliminated with a loss and a Spurs win. The Lakers are playing. The Suns tonight, and LeBron James is not playing. So Spurs, it's over. Just win, baby, win, as the great Al Davis once said.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry did you, right, did, you say, did you say the Trailblazers were up on the Thunder right now? Are they?
1: Yes, uh, they yes, uh, forty forty three thirty eight uh, midway through <laughs> the second.
0: Stop the damn match! Death for family.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god, so bad. Uh, I do have to oh, say, I don't think
2: any of us saw this coming. I honestly no, we, we did not we didn't see this coming.
0: Um Orlando is actually up on Cleveland right now to go back to our previous conversation. They are. So maybe the Bulls maybe the Bulls do clinch their playoff spot. Um the Minnesota is locked in a playoff game with a loss and wins by Denver and Utah, which that's a team I a thousand percent do not want to play in a win winner go home game. I do not want I would not want to them. the way the cats played for the last month and a half. Oh my god. Yeah. Um New Orleans locked into a playing game with a win or a Lakers loss. Wow. Antonio is locked to a playing game with a win and a Lakers loss. The thing that's so funny about the Spurs is they did not try for this. They're no, just they were like, did like they, they didn't even want this. They didn't want this. They, they were like, we want not a lottery pick. And like, it just they're uh, fell into a laugh and pop Popovich is like, he's getting himself thrown out of games. He's like winking as he He was, like,
1: man. Like, he, he's trying everything he could. He got thrown out of games. Trying to get he's out of Murray, Murray's healthy. He's like, ah, you just need to sit down and rest a little bit. Like, he's done everything possible to be like, trying to throw this. And he's so still sitting on playing game
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing and then the jazz with a win today and a minnesota loss clinched their playoff spot which i think that's a team i'd be begging to play in the playoffs the way they've played of late yeah. um you know so the west isn't as complex as the east in the state that like we still have chances of got other teams getting in um obviously you know like we've mentioned quite a bit here so uh right now the seven through ten is Minnesota, the Clippers, who just got Paul George back and has looked pretty good since he came back. Paul George looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then New Orleans and San Antonio. Um, so that's a fun play in set. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. love you know the Clippers, the Pelicans, or the Spurs, but you know, if it's like if you're Minnesota, you gotta play your best game. And I know I just said I don't want to play them in a play play in a winner take all. Um, but man, like so, they're a game and a half behind Utah for the sixth spot, kind of going on all that. So, this one's not as crazy what's going on here. It's kind of playing it on paper at this point, but still kind of wild how this can going to play out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is kind of wild. Um, you know, I man, I like that Timberwolves team a lot. Um, and I think if they get a, get an opportunity to make a run, like, I, I mean, I don't think they're better than Memphis or Phoenix or, or, or that. But, man, what, what a fun team to be able to watch the play in a playing game for a winner-take-all, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, you know what I mean, being able to go and get 40 and 15, trying to will his team into the playoffs. So that'll be fun to watch. Uh, Paul George has played incredible since he's been back. Um, so the Clippers always dangerous when you have Paul George, um, you know, like we've t- already talked about the Spurs <laughs> and the Pelicans. I mean, eh, you know, so, uh, the, you know, the West is kind of shaking out. I mean, we all know what the West comes down to for me and probably, you know, Phoenix, Memphis, and Golden State. I mean, those, those are the, the three that, that are you're looking at and the ones you're looking to come out of the West. Well, again, um, Ben, you know, looking at that,
2: Phoenix and Memphis are healthy. Yeah. And yep.
1: nobody else is. I mean yeah. guys, they, they Memphis got to set sit John Morant the last like three weeks of the season. And they're they're like yeah. you know, seventeen and one or seventeen and three without him. Like Yeah, when like, he
0: hasn't played this year, they're twenty and three, I think. Yeah, like so they are
1: like, they're go ahead. Yeah, like they're they're going into the playoffs with their best player being able to rest the last month of the of the season. Um, and they've still played consistently well throughout that. Like I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a hotter team than Memphis as far as being in a position to be able to make a run with resting your best player the last month.
2: Man, they've got and they're those. young
1: and athletic and talented gonna... and
2: They've gotten some huge play. I mean, we yeah. probably can't speak enough about Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks and Brandon Clark and yep. mm-hmm. even Jarrett Culver. And then you know, you know, JJ, Jay, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. Like coming back. And then you got Morant and you know Steven Adams brings that veteran leadership that over there. I mean, they're they're I mean, they, even they're getting stuff from Tyus Jones. I mean, like like they're getting they're getting play from everybody right now. Yeah, yeah.
3: they're. That team is completely bought in on the idea that they could literally win a championship this year. Like, I oh, think absolutely. that they they actually I feel like that whole team believes that they can win the whole thing this year. And it is completely open right now.
0: Yeah. So we got this comment from Brett Murray. I want to read it real quick. It says Memphis should feel no pressure, in my opinion. They play carefree, carefree, yet very disciplined. They're a fun team. And Brett, I think all of us totally agree with that point. Um, yeah, I don't feel like they feel any pressure at all. I feel like the team that's probably looking at this season as like an "if only we were healthy" is probably yeah. Golden State. Um, yeah. You know, no James Wiseman all year. Um, you know, and this is a knock on Kevin Looney because I think he's a good player, obviously, but you he's know, going into, his, going into this situation where it's like we're gonna need you to guard all these bigs in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't think they match up well. Uh, yeah. And obviously, you know, Steph Curry is he's still battling back from his ankle injury. That's obviously going to kick them in the butt. Um, So I hate to say it's going to be another year where Golden State's going to pack it in and next year to give it a try because we saw what they're like when healthy. Mm-hmm. But it does kind of feel like it's going to be that way, like, you know, Memphis being so good. Um, I, you know, Josh, you mentioned every team's health. You know, every team is not healthy except for Phoenix and Memphis. And I know Magic Johnson said this yesterday, so I'm not copying him. I just for once in my life, unfortunately, agree with his take. Um, <laughs> I'm scared. If I'm matched up against the Dallas Mavericks in the playoffs this year, I'm scared.
2: I think yeah, I they're. For, I forgot about Dallas. Yeah, everybody really is good, man. Yeah,
0: God, they're really good. Uh, just what they've been putting together. Luca, like I wish Luca would be in shape all season.
1: Because yeah, when he plays himself yep. in
0: into shape, he's tremendous. Yeah, uh, he's obviously a tremendous basketball player, regardless. But like he had that what ten games he missed. It took him, yeah,
1: yeah, and it took him a while to get like, like he really enjoyed the off season, mm-hmm. like really enjoyed the off <laughs> So he, so it took him a minute to get into where he was, and and. Once he started to round himself into shape, like he he was Luke of old, and and um, he's in
2: shape now. You
1: can see it. I oh mean, my god! Uh, my Absolutely. man, the other night,
2: my man, the other night had a thirty-point triple double in twenty-three minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah, Dude. he's incredible.
0: Yeah, he's unbelievable. He's slowly creeping up the whole like, but okay with them. So. You know, I know I did what I just said, and I certainly would fear like how they, how well they play. But you know, at the same point to kind of contradict myself, who scares you after him? Is it Jalen Brunson? Like I love Jalen Brunson, but right. like I, I think I'm not really scared about him in a playoff series. Dwight Powell's yeah, been I really think, good. Yeah. I think
2: that any given night, it's Denwitty is the one that would scare you as much as yeah. He struggled, but like we already know what he's capable of. You know, coming off that injury, like you know, I watched him hit that dagger against Brooklyn. Like he's he's it's he's capable. He's capable of any given night just going off.
0: Yeah, I feel like at this point too, um, Jokic is probably clinched MVP votes, which I still think it should be Joel Embiid. Um, You know, you still think Jokic's already
1: clinched because Embiid's out here putting up forty and I agree and say. I kind of agree with what Embiid said in his interview. Like, if he don't win it, like, what else does he have to do? Like, and and that's no knock on Jokic. I I don't have, I don't have any. Same, same. He's tremendous. I don't have any issue with him. But, I mean, what Joel Embiid has done um, this year with uh you know with the injuries they've had like like with Tobias Harris you have a you know you had the Ben Simmons crap going on you bring in James Harden which is another component all these different things have gone on and the one consistency that's been is the 28 and 15 that Joel Embiid puts up every night i mean that's the one consistent thing that they've had and to be the fourth seed right now in, in the east as well as they've played i just think that if you look up, if we go by criteria of MVP, and I know, I mean, Jokic could be that guy. I get it. I I understand that. <clears throat> but Joel Embiid has been so consistent all year for that team. I just don't understand what else he would have to do in order to win the MVP.
2: So it's funny you say that. So there's nine minutes left in the Pacers game right now. And Joel Embiid has 39 and 11.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's casual. Like to me, and the pace is MVP. terrible. I mean, that's casual. Yeah, to he's me, Joel Embiid.
0: Yeah, Joel is <laughs> the MVP to me. Like, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Everything you mentioned. Um, if we're going by that criteria, then yes, he's the guy. But I think voters are kind of leaning more towards Jokic, which does make me laugh in the sense of the James Harden MVP that he got over LeBron. Yeah, the things we criticize LeBron for for that mm-hmm. MVP to not give it to him. Jokic is doing for denver where they're like yep. oh you know but his team's a middle seed in the conference and the weaker yep. conference of the two and it's like it's okay right yeah like you're gonna give it to him but like with you know whatever i know what it is but um yeah i'm all for joel and as mvp if i had a vote i am not blessed enough to have one he would definitely get my vote um you know for everything he had to do for the sixers you know This James Harden thing looked really good for the first couple of weeks. It has not been super smooth. No. You know, since that game at Brooklyn, Um, you know, not say he's played bad, but like it hasn't been awesome every night. So like, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think next year, those two will be tremendous together. Oh my God, it's going to be awesome. Um, But, you know, like at that case, if it's like, because we have this one guy, we're in the hunt shouldn't Kevin Durant get an MVP then? Because, like, without him, there's no freaking way in hell Brooklyn's even in a play-in game. If that's the argument we're going to go.
1: I agree. I mean, and truth be told, if that's your argument, and I hate to say this because they're not going to make the playoffs, but you'd have to consider LeBron. I mean, for what LeBron's done with that team, with you know, with all the crap that they've gone through, like, I'm not saying he should be the MVP, but if that's the criteria, I mean mean – I mean, who, who is who has needed a 37 year old LeBron more than the Lakers? I mean, for them to even be considered in a playoff spot is is beyond me. When he got, you know, he got West, Russell Westbrook. You know, remember they started Tim's favorite center for the first half of the year.
2: Who's that? Who is that, Tim?
1: Who is that? Who started hmm. for them? DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan started <laughs> for them. So he's now backing
0: up the MVP.
2: Yeah. Hey, so so Giannis and Jokic this year are putting, pushing the two highest PR seasons of all time back in the same year. Yeah. Giannis had the all time record in a season and his was 31.86. He's at 32.2 right now. Yeah. Jokic is at thirty-two point eight seven. Man, so I, this number plays a lot into who wins the MVP. Look at the number, and they say, "Okay, whoever came up with this calculation of the PR, you know, if you go back and look, most of the players who have the highest PR, they generally win the MVP." How do you how do you not give the Jokic when you're saying, "Okay, you're you're the you have the highest player efficiency rating of all time in a season."
1: Yeah. I Never, uh, right. I mean I don't I don't disagree with you. I, I like I said, I don't have anything against no. Jokic. I, I know, think is, he is phenomenal. But, it, but is that formula
2: flawed because the eye test tells me what Embiid is doing is like it's insane. Right.
0: And in that case, Giannis is also putting insane. up insane year, like yep. following an MVP and NBA championship on a shortened off season. So yeah. I mean, I think every MVP case is flawed. You know, I think you know. I think that's in every sport. Uh, yeah. But will,
2: will we ever? see Unless you're co- Shohei Ohtani. Will we ever see a co MVP like we saw co
1: Rookie of the Year? I don't think so. Nah, no. Yeah, I, I.
0: Too much. It's the it's the age you have to remember. When well, they did co Rookie of the Year, that was 90s? 90s. nineties
3: four. Yeah,
1: was yeah. that was that Hill
3: and Kid? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. No
0: way in the internet era that they would be able to not like the backlash they would get in the internet era from that would just be. And then too there much.
2: was, when there was that one year in the NFL where there was co-NFLs. It was like Peyton Manning and Steve McNair. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, unless you're like Shohei Otani, I think everything is like voted, like voted in your way is just not gonna work out.
2: Yep. Dude, he yeah, should have been agree, unanimous man. if he wasn't.
0: Yeah, he was pretty close. Uh, Because Vlad Jr. also almost had a triple crown. That was the only reason. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Insane.
1: Incredible. All
0: right, gentlemen. Well, I appreciate that um, we didn't wear black today. Actually, Josh wore black today um, because this segment is now a funeral.
1: And we're going to get the eulogy
0: of the Los Angeles Lakers.
2: (laughs) you
1: just gotta shake your head
0: so we made a promise being of the the new year that we would talk about the Lakers less and we did succeed in that I gotta make sure we make mention that we did did. Um, but this is too big of conversation to ignore at this point Um, so as we know they lose tonight they're done they're playing Phoenix Without LeBron James, it's over. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. Is LeBron and I told you have... every That tells you everything you need to know. LeBron was like, "Yeah, it's not worth playing."
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I know if I play, I could
3: get the scoring title,
1: but now nah, I'm good." No, I'm going you know, because he might accidentally win
3: and then you know they might they might end up having to go to the play in and right, they might accidentally think- <laughs> win that. And,
1: oh whoops, we're
3: in the playoffs. Yep, yep. Also you I'm 37. Le-
1: right. You think LeBron wants this season to go on? You're crazy. He's, he's ready for this he's, season to be he's, over.
3: He's 100 percent the kids on South Park when they, they get you know, on the baseball team that they can't, they can't stop (laughs) winning on and they just want to lose every game. So the season won't go on that is LeBron James tonight. I am. This is one of those, this is, this is one of the biggest wasted years of a superstar still in his prime possibly ever. I mean, I mean, there's been, I mean, there's been a lot of years. I mean, Kevin Garnett had some really good years where he was on, okay or not great teams. Yeah. But LeBron James is a is a one of the greatest if not the greatest NBA player of all time. And he goes to LA, he wins one title during a bubble that's, you know, it's worth it, you know. They got they got a they got a chip out of it. It's worth it regardless of circumstance, but it's not a celebrated title because it was in the bubble. It should have mm-hmm. been cuz that was so weird to be able to win in a weird environment like that still is a huge accomplishment to be the like team
0: that stayed that focused through all impressive very absolutely,
3: impressive. but the team there were so many things this year that they did wrong. They let Alex Caruso go. They traded Kuzma and and uh you know Codwell Pope. Mm-hmm. They got rid of so many players that were so integral to their last couple of years when they had success that this year they thought that bringing Russell Westbrook in was just going to like solve all of their problems. You guys want to know how bad it
0: got? They traded Rajon Ronda to Cleveland and he was like, awesome.
3: Let's go. I I know. I know. The last time that happened where somebody was like excited to get traded to Cleveland was like Shaquille (laughs) (laughs) O'Neal. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh it's just been such a terrible year. It has been so bad, complete wasted opportunity. The Lakers should be just completely ashamed of themselves. They basically were just they were throwing LeBron out there for for ticket sales, and that was it. There was no and he was playing so well this year. Mm-hmm. So well. So Tim, I'll let you talk about this. So the Lakers, they've pretty much it's 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 known that they're like Frank Vogel's gone after.
0: So, yeah. So if you aren't, since this is an audio podcast, if you aren't watching the live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, wherever um, I have a the um, inserts from Jake Fisher's article on bleach report today, uh, talking about the Lakers and Frank Vogel still expect to part ways. Um, the early favorites right now, we're coming back for that are Quinn Snyder and doc rivers, which if doc rivers became the coach of the Lakers would be the funniest thing of all time. Oh, my, oh God. my God. I would laugh so hard. Um yes. This is my favorite part of the whole thing.
3: This is my favorite part, too. <laughs> they go, said, go, please go for it. They said,
0: Kurt Rambis will not be considered for the head coaching job because he is too integral to their front office.
3: That oh dude, they got like a shadow organization going on right now, man. Like, I've been watching. We, we, you've been watching Winning Time. Oh, You're, yeah. Is, is everybody? Okay. So, mm-hmm. so. The the woman that is Jeannie Buss's friend on winning time eventually becomes Kurt Rambus's wife. I don't know if you know that. You didn't see that plot twist coming yet. So oh. so so the woman that she's kind of helping revamp the the Laker girls and everything, the woman mm-hmm. is helping her is actually Kurt Rambus's wife. He is so intertwined in there. And you know, with with Jeannie Buss, who was dating Phil Jackson and Kurt Rambis was great buddies with Jackson. And this is a guy who is considered to be he's he's probably one of the shittiest coaches of all time, too. So, like, I'm glad. I mean, let, let's just go ahead and let's just talk about his record, his record all time doing doing coaching gigs in the NBA. He's seventy two and one hundred and seventy three. Oh, OK. Gosh. So he had small stints with the new york knicks in 2015 i remember 16, and 18 yeah. because somebody got fired <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: mike woodson was one of those mike woodson was one of those 2014 he coached 10 games for the lakers he had those two terrible years with the minnesota timberwolves where he coached all 82 games he went 17 and 65 one year and then 15 and 67 in the other Oh. And and I think the second year was a Kevin Love uh, all-star year, which is crazy to think. And then he coached the Los Angeles Lakers in 1999. I believe when they fired Del Harris yep. Del- before have, yeah, yeah. Before and Paul then, Jackson came in. And then, and then he went to the bench to become, I think his one of his head assistants at that yeah, time. He was. So, so, so I don't know what the Lakers obsession is. He has, he is married into, that club right now but Mm -hmm. what has kurt rambis done behind the scenes that has helped this 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 roster i mean obviously obviously nothing
1: nothing (laughs) he's he's done absolutely nothing
3: and and you know what and i'm gonna go ahead and say this and i and i usually like i try to keep the lebron hate to a minimum because i know it's one of tim's favorite athletes of all time but LeBron helped bring Russell Westbrook, yep, to the Lakers this year. He, sure did. he absolutely did. He and then during All Star Weekend this year, he was kind of low key bitching that we didn't do anything. We were not trading. It's like you wanted this guy, and now you want him off the team. Yeah, make up your mind, dude. Like he never, ever, ever wants to take the blame for. Anything like that, and it drives me so insane. Like he can't just sit down and be like, "Well, you know, I did my my job," you know. And he does. I'm not gonna say that he's he's never went in there. He doesn't half-ass basketball. He doesn't. So, right. But but the fact is, he's the one who signed off on that stupid thing. I don't think that the Lakers were like, "Hey, LeBron, how about Russell Westbrook?" No, he was like, "We went out to dinner. We talked about it. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. It's gonna be awesome." And guess what? it didn't (laughs) you don't say it it was such a bad move and we all had kind of our our doubts about it I feel like at the beginning of the year but we never thought it was going to be as bad as it turned out to be (laughs) Like I mean, it was it was worse than our wildest dreams
2: could ever imagine.
3: And
1: and then, on top of that,
3: we had Anthony uh, Davis in
1: street clothes for more than street half. Clothes. Of street
2: clothes. Go ahead, tell him. Ben. Go ahead, tell him, Ben. That's,
1: hey, Anthony, street clothes, Davis out here. Street clothes. <laughs>
3: so, I just, I mean, I, I don't even know where you go from here. I mean, LeBron's locked down for what one more season with these guys. Yeah. Trade him. The fuck, the fuck, you gonna do? Yeah.
1: I, I say it. You yeah. think yeah. You,
3: you have. No, not gonna they, won't, trade him. they won't. They won't. But they should. But, but, they but, won't. but wait. But wait. But wait. Do we see a trade demand from LeBron James? That'd be awesome.
0: Truthfully, wouldn't that just be typical LeBron to be like, I'm that just gonna leave be. all this
1: shit and shams? I built this and I'm getting out of here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just like in Cleveland, just, just like, like gonna, in the, uh, Miami. Leaving. He's gonna burn down the house while he walks out the door. But he uh, you you always guys. saw
2: the article I sent about LeBron's impact on a team in the fourth season moving forward. Um, yep. And he's yeah. in his fourth season with the Lakers right now. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I know that there's not anything that we can say on this pod. That's probably not been said about the Lakers right now. Uh, Can't say anything else about Anthony Davis. Can't say anything else about Westbrook. Can't say anything about what, what should have been with the DeMar DeRozan and Buddy Hield and Caruso. Because we probably know. what We do have to touch
0: on that. The fact that LeBron got criticized in back-to-back days by Magic Johnson and Kareem Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. (laughs)
2: That's a huge deal. We all know with that roster, the Lakers are making some noise.
0: Yeah. With DeMar DeRozan, with the season he had,
2: yeah. My oh, lord. Yeah. Um, and Tim uh, or Sean, you touched on this. Um, I don't know if people are watching uh, the winning time on HBO Max. Shout out to that original; like it's actually gotten fantastic. Um, it's
1: so, the good. Last, so good. The last couple so episodes
2: have been unreal. Oh, oh and so much. You want to talk about picking people to play parts that are almost identical to what you probably thought they were like back then? Like, that show was spot on with picking the actors to play the parts of that movie or the the doc or the series. And some of the guys we haven't even seen. We haven't even seen some of them yet. Like, we haven't even seen Larry Bird yet. You know, and and I'm sure he's going to be spot on. We talked already about Adrian Brody playing Pat Riley. Like, it's a spot spot on.
0: The Bulls are in the playoffs.
1: Yep, Cleveland lost. Okay. The (laughs) Bulls! Bulls are in.
0: 1991, Down to over baby, all over in again. The playoffs.
3: <laughs> can't, can't wait to can't wait to watch my, my Bulls just die on the court for four straight games. <laughs> 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 to the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia 76ers probably who they've never they have literally never, never beaten beat Joel Embiid. Embiid. They've never beaten him before. Really?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. true. What a what a stat. That sucks man because like we saw how good they are when they're fully healthy and we yeah. know what yeah. they can be when they're fully healthy,
2: but yeah, all of those players that out, like we've are Oh, and whatever against the top four teams in the East. Well, yeah. Yeah.
3: That well, that roster, well, I mean, we've been well, missing
2: guys for a long time.
3: The, the bulls made all their noise at the beginning of the year. I don't know. I don't know if you remember like the first 10 games, but they had, they had a really big yeah, schedule. schedule. Yeah, they had like a very cake schedule and they were just and all of them were healthy and they just gotten together and everything was great. But like, you know, they started playing. And and I'll tell you, man, like the season peaked when I went to that that game on Indy in Indy for the uh, the New Year's Eve heave by DeMar DeRozan, which is still one of the greatest buzzer beaters I've ever seen. Yeah, we get it, Sean. You're a great game. It's awesome. Listen, listen, is that is that what they call it in Bulls land? The New Year's Eve heave? Is that that was the New Year's Eve heave? Yeah. Okay, that was it. That was it. That was it. So, sorry, buddy. <laughs>
0: I was quickest, I was gonna, that was the week I had COVID, so I couldn't yeah, get in my basement. I forgot.
3: I forgot you I'm sitting COVID in my then.
0: basement. I see Sean on TV, and I'm like... <laughs> yeah.
3: It's been... Yeah.
0: Um, Real quick, just some um, news for... I mean, do we want to add anything else to the Laker conversation? But that we like, you know, oh. besides the fact that... Okay, actually, yes. Two... Couple quick things. One, Anthony Davis's comment about what we could have been is hilarious. When he goes, you know, if I'm healthy, if LeBron's healthy, if Kendrick Nunn's healthy,
2: who? Men, huh? <laughs> Kendrick Nunn?
0: Kendrick Nunn. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Uh-huh. yep that's Nunn. where he's going. You guys were one Kendrick Nunn away when, like, one
1: Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> <Remember when> they... <laughs> in her hands. <laughs> When, like being
0: of the year when like, they're struggling everyone's like just wait till they get Trevor Ariza back guys when they get Trevor Ariza right. back it's like are we talking about the same guy like
1: oh my god is
0: there another Trevor Ariza I don't know about it's like
1: yeah I do
2: Kendrick Nunn played this year
0: not a single minute
2: not a single minute
0: wow and he made <laughs> five he made five mil
1: that's crazy jesus christ
0: dude what was it? it was like a i mean i'm not you know i don't know anything about medical but you know when you see most guys miss a season it's like torn acl broken hand it was like a bruised kneecap
1: like how serious was this bruise yeah apparently major yeah apparently <laughs> like, should he have gotten
0: surgery on that bruise like
2: yeah well, think about think about all the guys that they brought in Ellington, 40 games Gosh. that's more than anthony davis Ken yep. more thirty-eight games. DeAndre uh, It's Horton, came
0: out of the rotation.
2: Thirty-two games. Trevor Ariza, twenty-four games. Those are all the guys they brought all this roster in.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, and there's one Horton good Tucker, team. fifty-six games.
0: They freaking refuse to trade Taylor Horton Tucker for Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. and now look at them.
3: That's that's that is, totally. It's just like JJ Hickson, them not doing the JJ Hickson trade for Amari Stoudemire. That's right. you know, we're not, we're not trading him. Like Cleveland could have won the title that year with Amari. Don't, don't bullshit me. Like that mm. would have happened. J. J. Cleveland gets Amari Stoudemire,
0: Cleveland <laughs> the title. LeBron James stays in Cleveland. Yep.
3: Yeah. 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 Everything. Yeah. Everything changes with that trade.
0: Um, and then so, yeah, you know, like Josh said, like going through the rotation, everything there. Um, I do think if it's possible, because it does sound like Utah is heading towards a breakup between the Quinn Snyder, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert triangle. It sounds like that's over with. It's which, done. Yeah. good for Donovan Mitchell. Good for him. Get the hell out of there. Move on with your life. Yep. Go play for the Knicks and go make a ton of money and be like the guy in the garden. Awesome. Way to go, man. You He's
2: a garden guy, man. He, needs he to is a it. garden guy.
0: Um, Absolutely. Yep.
2: Yeah, he's gonna be he's what he's gonna be what Kimba was supposed to be there.
0: Yes, yes. yeah. Well, he, the totally different the
2: differences difference he's in his prime,
0: right? Yeah, so, he's not. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time he really had any, like injuries and like he was out for a couple weeks and yeah, um, yeah. So like, if the Lakers get Quinn Snyder, like, that's probably the coach you need. But like, anything other than that, yeah, Doc Rivers is a terrible idea.
1: Nope. Terrible. That's awful. The
0: Sixers, the Sixers are gonna fall apart in the playoffs. We know this. They will not win the East because Doc Rivers will coach them out of a victory. Maybe two in a series. Did you someplace. did you
2: not hear his comments the other day about when they were talking about the second unit oh in the God. game and he yes. like started blaming James Harden? Like all well, yes. literally their fault. He's like, you know, James basically he's basically paraphrasing James took all the shots.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's probably true. <laughs> he, shouldn't even, he shouldn't even be able to talk on a, on a game at the end of the day yeah
0: that like just like last year the whole ben simmons thing <laughs> like when he's like that's, that's what i'm saying he shouldn't
3: even <laughs> be able he should not even be able to talk because uh, he, he, he as a coach you should never throw any player on your team under the bus at no, all yeah at you, all. You, you deflect it even if it's their fault and you know it you go ahead and deflect it you got your team's back the 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 moment that you say something about one of your players like that, when they are, you know, out there actually playing and, you know, I I don't know what you do. I don't know how you go back from that. You don't.
1: You don't. Yeah. You
3: don't.
0: All right. So last news before we get out of here, because I think we've done enough of just ripping the Lakers and everything there. Um, Turns out that Tibbs, even though the Lynx had a disappointing year, is going to keep his job, from what they say. It looks like he has the support of the front office, um, and it looks like he'll be able to stay in New York. Which good for him, because he's probably getting Donovan Mitchell
3: next year. Right. Yeah. He's he pro- he's probably going to run him into the ground too.
1: Yep. <laughs> you yep. want to see he a superstar play forty
2: four minutes a game, <laughs> <Donovan> <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> they yeah, might keep handle uh, too, man, because he's
1: gonna that,
2: he's gonna cut. Seems like it's starting to get a little ugly. Yeah, he got booed at that game
0: for, like, what was it? Because he said something about, like, he, like, said, like, the fans shouldn't boo them or something like that. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: yeah. They're going to
0: fight with the wrong fan base, Julian. Yeah, that's a
1: bad idea.
3: I think this is going to be, you know, depending on how the playoffs turn out, I think this could be one of the biggest, like, off-seasons for trades ever. Like, I think it has the potential for some serious madness this trade season this year because I just – there's so many weird storylines. There's so many players that have just like overstayed their welcome, like Donovan Mitchell. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know Julius Randle with the Knicks seems like he's, like you said, he's on his way out. Um, there's just and LeBron. Like I said, LeBron, he he could just be like, you know what, if, if he doesn't like what they they start doing, I, I mean, I don't know how you fix that team next year at all and make them competitive. Then you don't even you don't have the money to do it.
0: Yeah, there's um, strapped. There are rumblings after everything that's been happening. Um, if you you know, depending on what you read, that there's potential that Jimmy Butler could be moving on from the Heat.
3: Whoa, Whoa. where where huh. did you where did you hear this from?
0: I was talked about on Simmons this week, and I guess a few okay. people because like there was that whole like thing with him and Spo on the sideline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, oh
2: yeah, that was that was ugly. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't even there. start. It didn't even start with Spo. It started with uh, Adonis Haslam. Haslam. Adonis Haslam. It was them yeah. two that got into it, and like Spolster was trying to like mediate the situation, and then I guess it got worse from there. But well,
3: Jimmy Jimmy burns his bridge on the way out everywhere he goes. So yes, I bet you.
2: It, uh, I bet you he's not there next year, even if they do win. Yeah, I, I can, can see
0: that.
1: Yeah, he know. always keeps it big deal. on him. He's, he's we don't need Jimmy. We got Victor Depot.
2: Dude,
0: <laughs> what if they have him in the playoffs? How big mm, is that? He's that's huge. In- yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Let's he not forget play, about him.
0: He played pretty well the last couple weeks. Like, yes, he He's did.
2: getting him. He's getting himself back. He's he's getting yeah, back man. to his old self.
0: It's fun to watch. It's really fun to watch. I'll tell you, else it's fun to watch. And I know it's like just because they're one of those young teams, that's like they're really bad, but they got these young pieces put together. I start the more I watch the Orlando Magic, the more I'm like, this seems fun.
1: Say that. I yeah, like they are I like. they are fun. Yeah, fun. They're a yeah. fun team. They're not. That's kind of what Charlotte was last year.
0: Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, really think about exactly. it.
3: Exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: The fact that they can't get people to sign and play for the Magic baffles me. Hey man, yeah. what do you think about living in Orlando, Florida year round? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And no no luxury tax. You yeah. want to go to
0: Disney man. World? You can go whenever yeah. you want.
1: Don't I know that's
0: your I know.
2: Man, I think after that year that they made it to the finals with Dwight and they just got obliterated. Um they it's almost like after that year they were just like, Yeah, we're we're never we're never gonna be we're never gonna be able to compete again because that was it. If you ever go
0: back and look at the box scores from that series when they lost to the Lakers. You'll be baffled at how many shots Dwight Howard took in that series. The whole series was it five games?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He had thirty-eight shots. That's it.
1: That's crazy. Wow, <laughs>
2: that's crazy. Didn't did, and didn't he win? Didn't he win Defensive Player of the Year that year? Yep, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yep. Yep. They beat yes, LeBron and the Cavs It gets to the finals. Almost, almost mm-hmm. won MVP that year. Yeah. So, yeah, had a really good case. Well, dudes, um, obviously it's going to be a lot of fun here coming up. Uh, maybe Sunday night after the dust settles and we know how everything lines up. Maybe we can get together and preview the play-in games for next week. And then, Sounds like a win. Yeah, we can go from there and kind of figure it out. Uh, but thanks. It was nice to be back with everyone. Thank you all for yes. tuning in. Uh, we got a lot of things coming up. It's, po- it's playoff basketball time. Nothing like yes, it. it is. So, everyone, thank you so much. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, five of these five reviews. Five-star reviews.
2: Five stars. five, five of, them. of them. We love them.
0: Get us in the algorithm. Not algae-rhythm,
1: algorithm. <laughs>
0: Take it easy, everyone.
1: See you, Topeka.